When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Hey, hour two of the Lori and Julia show, and let's get it started because you guys have a, a VIP guest on the on the line here. Someone yes, we uh, do. from yes, we your favorite Kath- award show. Yes. We have Kathy Connell joining us, and she's one of three executive producers for the Screen Actors Guild Awards, which are happening this Sunday night, April 4th, on TNT and TBS. And it's the one and only pandemic broadcast you're ever gonna have to do, Kathy. Oh, oh, God willing. God willing. And uh, how are you, ladies? Oh, we're good. We're we good. can't. We, we got over our disappointment. We knew we would not be coming out to Los Angeles in January. Oh, I think we knew that by like August or July. Yeah. Didn't we know that? Yeah. How has it been for you planning an award show during a pandemic and making it be exciting well, for people? You know, it, it, it really has been an interesting, creative challenge for everybody, but I think we're really excited. The, we have a fabulous, fabulous team. I, you've met most of them, yes. ladies, um, on your many trips out to visit us. So you know we have a very creative bunch, and we're really leaning into fun. The show is only an hour long. And uh, there has never been a shorter award show, which I think everybody appreciates. Mm-hmm. But we wanted to make it safe. Okay. We wanted to make it safe, and we wanted to make it fun. And we have always said that uh, the SAG Awards are the actors' party in the actors' house. Mm-hmm. And this year, it's really in their house. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that is something interesting. We just read that today that you literally have pre-taped you know, the oh. winners, all the winners, and made him sign, you know, non-disclosures so that doesn't come out before Sunday's show. Well, um, we will be doing that. Oh, okay. We haven't done it quite oh, yet okay. because the voting only closed uh, about a couple hours ago. It so is we're not still Wednesday. still dealing with figuring it out. Yeah. Um, but um, we will be telling them. And, you know, just as they uh, shoot their series or their movies with, you know, surprise endings yes. and manage to keep secrets. Right. We trust our actors that yeah. they're going to keep their secrets as well. Yeah. Good. Of course and they, they will. will. And of course I, they will. And, you know, one of the things in, that I think people have always really enjoyed is the I Am an Actor series that you guys do. Will we still see that on the broadcast? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. In fact, that's what we're leaning into this year. We have actors saying some of the funniest things. We have some 
great, great moments that actors are talking off the cuff and they're laughing because they're relaxed. Right. Um, you know, and and they're enjoying the opportunity to kind of talk uh, with us, and um, and we sure enjoyed it. And there's so many great categories. Tell us some of the people that we are going to be seeing. Well, um, as far as our presenters go, we have uh, a laundry list of fabulous names. Riza Mead, Sterling K. Brown, Lily Common, Collins Common, Ted Danson, Viola Davis, David Diggs, Cynthia Rizzo, Jimmy Fallon, Josh Gad, Henry Golding, oh, wow. Ethan Hawke, Mindy Kaling, Dan Levy. Helen Mirren, Rita Moreno, Daisy Ridley, mm. Mary Steenburgen, and Jason Sudeikis, and the Ted Lasso cast. Oh, I love that. I love it. We posted so, on our show page today the little ensemble, the little skit that Ted and Jason, the Ted Lasso crew did about their SAG nomination. It was so cute. Isn't it? Yes. Isn't it? And there's more to come. I'm, so, you know... We we managed to um, do things so, uh, so differently this year in shooting people in their own bubbles to mm-hmm. be safe. And because we have a lot of actors who are working around the world right. um, on their productions, if we didn't shoot them in their homes or in a in a safe bubble, they they shot in their own production budget uh, okay. bubble, which really was wonderful to to you know share their experience whether they're in london or australia or vancouver you know um and and to reach out and want to work with us in this year do you feel like kathy this year do you think people have seen more of the shows both tv and movie because we've watched so much more this year i mean is what's your impression of that yeah i i I especially do for television yes i think that television is really come into its own and there's so many wonderful series and limited series and movies of the week and all and then the movies are there i think they're a little bit smaller but they're so interesting and the the acting is so wonderful in them Mm -hmm. um so if you haven't go to our website which is sagawards.org and look at what's nominated and see if you can catch up before Sunday night. Yeah, I'm I'm looking at it right now and it's it's really lovely. And one of the fun things that I think was that um the um actors actors acknowledged Bridgerton, which was such a big darn deal. Oh, yeah. You know, in Lovecraft <laughs> County. I mean, Bridgerton was the bomb. I mean, yeah. that kind of changed our life and got us through January, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but really, we have seen so many of these shows in Lovecraft County and Ozark again. But it's the thing that's always been so special about this show is the actors really love being there. Yeah. And they it's do. it's their they show. Mm-hmm. And so to have it, it be on an hour show, right. I, I'm super excited because that's just gonna clip by. Will be the first time we've it ever is. been able to watch it live. <laughs> there you go. Me too. Yeah, I'm you too. On my own couch. Can you imagine? No. I I I cannot even wrap my brain around it. I really can't. But um it's gonna be exciting and and, you know, I don't think people realize that, you know, the actors do love it because they get to vote. 
for each other. Mm-hmm. And this year, we had the highest number of el- eligible voters. Oh, wow. We had over 129,500 wow. okay. eligible voters. There isn't another awards group that has that kind of, of uh, voting body. Yeah, and you know, we know that too, because one of the things that... I mean, I can't tell you how many times we reference and talk about the show, but even though you're backstage in the media room, we really have had some very amazing personal um, moments with people who get up and are very vulnerable. Not everybody is, but just we've had just a lot of really like dazzling moments when they come backstage and they're so proud and proud that they got a Screen Actors Guild Award. Well, that was one of the things that we had to think about. How do we still give that to our members, Mm -hmm. you know, even though we're pre-taping? And so we're going to be shooting them, in essence, in front of each other, but in smaller groups so we could really capture that. So, you know, they're still going to get to be applauded by their fellow actors Mm -hmm. um, in in groups. And um, I... I think that's going to mean a lot to them. And the way that we're introducing things is going to be different than we've ever done. Pretty much everything is going to be different than anything we've ever done. It sounds like it. And we want to let people know that the Screen Actor Guild Awards are this Sunday night at 8 o'clock Central Standard Time on um, TNT and TBS. But if people are streaming, it's also going to be on Hulu, Live TV, AT&T, Sling TV, and YouTube TV. So there's other options. Talk to us a little bit about the red carpet. Well, um, the red carpet is actually, of course, going to be a Zoom. Right. And um, that is, you know, our actors, before they find out, just like they it would be at the show, mm-hmm. they will be talking to the press about the SAG Awards, about their projects, and, um, you know, just um, having a, a frank conversation. Um, and then they will go into a separate room where the media will not be, so right. the media will not be hearing it. And um, we will be sharing with the um, the actors okay. uh, who has been selected. Cool. I'm so excited to see how you did this. I, I know you guys are so smart. I think it's just going to be... I, I feel very bad that the producers over at the Academy didn't talk to you guys. <laughs> Holy crap. <laughs> talk about just doing everything wrong. Anyway. Um, well, you know, we don't know that. They, their show is in a month, but right. our show is Sunday. Yeah. And we know it's Easter Sunday, so we hope everybody has a blessed holiday. It's also uh, the last day of, of Passover, I think. Yes. But mm-hmm. by the time we get to um, the evening and um, and uh, central time, um, uh, we think you guys um will have enjoyed and um need something uh, and cool we'll to all watch. be blessed to, mm-hmm. yeah we'll all be blessed to be able to to sit and watch the show together yes oh kathy thank you so much for being on with us today and i know it's going to be you know a wonderful program and just thanks for your support and talking to us people in minnesota well we love you guys stay stay safe and uh, stay warm. Both things we're trying to do right now. Thanks yeah. so much, Kath. <laughs> Talk to you later, okay? Bye. All right, Bye. again, it's this Bye. Sunday at um, 8 o'clock on TNT and TBS. When we come back, it's time for Random Thoughts. You know, I saw this story the other day. Did you ever notice that? You know, sometimes I wonder what would happen if... And now, Julia's Random Thoughts. 
He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. Yes, darling. No. Are you here? <laughs> Are you on the floor doing stretches? No, that, no, no, that was a massive back spasm. No, I'm staying. I'm was sitting that last upright. Friday that that happened, or was it just yesterday? Or was it just yesterday? When did that? No, happen? that was Friday in the last hour. I think. Yeah, because you were <gasps> crying and laughing, and I confessed to everybody that I've always been a woman who does not know what to do under these conditions. <laughs> no, I it really... makes me sweat like a. I don't know what. I'm going to the chiropractor everything tomorrow. I, I had everything on one side of my body is yeah. jammed. Okay. And that, that all happened. All right, so listen to today. If you okay. want to celebrate something, and I'm sick, I'm sick, I'm sick of saying it's a Productive Tuesday. So yeah, I just don't ever want to say that again on this show. I'm just going to say that oh, alone. Oh, wow. I'm just, passive-aggressively okay. taking us to task, I can't Brocko. stand I that anymore. Okay, then it's Brocko, just another Tuesday. Well, no, we'll come up with... Baffling words for productive. Let's, no, <laughs> we'll, we'll start I just to can't dazzle stand you. it anymore because but I feel like every day is productive. But is it is it? a damn fact. Maybe not in the pandemic. Not in the pandemic. Is a day Let's take a break. People make appointments and get crap done. I did. Because they took Monday off because they were recovering from the weekend. Right. Who even takes, who, what's there to recover from on a weekend anymore? But it doesn't matter. People are. All right, let me just tell you just something. You're in such a bad mood. Kind I want to dig down and find out what's going on. Yeah, I'd say Tuesday is probably the most I'm, high yielding day of the week. I think that's a fact. I am in the loop of loopiness. I have two left feet, Lori. Let me speak this. I have two left feet. Like, she's special. She's feeling Groundhog Day like nobody else is. I, everyone has gone through their cycles at different That's times right. during the pandemic. Mine is hit hard. Hard. I hit a wall. I'd love to I speculate out loud why, but I've, I know you'd kick me. But if you're, you're too like far that, away. Right. <laughs> She's too far away. No, I hit it the wall hard. And so I'm just like... Can I just even go to bed earlier to end the day? I, but I'm not alone in this. I know everyone is struggling. So, Oh, the, that the, was so heartfelt. But let us really believe you. We're all going to pull up our bar stools right now and let you really <laughs> sell us on this story. Jeez Louise. How long has this segment been going on? We're at about the fourth or fifth minute, and we're not even on our first story. Yeah, no, I love it. This is listen, how random thoughts should be. This is, it's just all over the board. But listen to this, okay? So here's every bloody thing. If you don't, if you want to celebrate something today, okay? National Doctor Day. We need to thank our doctors and healthcare providers. That's one. I am in national. I'm in control day. National. The grass is always browner on the other side of the fence. I day. curse the day they put in this plexiglass because walk I cannot fire a rubber band at you right now. National virtual vacation. National pencil day. And that brought me to something. Yeah. Okay. When the pencils were invented um, with using some sort of a iron core iron something but they came when the I can't even talk, Lori. I'm looking at you, and Lori's Lori's got a rash on her nose, yeah, so she's got. I'm trying to be interested in a pencil conversation. I'm this is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.
Riveted. There's a new job title out there. If people are looking to give themselves one, it's it's director of remote workers. Did you read that today in the paper? I didn't see that. Okay. Oh yeah, big deal. That's interesting because not really. I mean, let's you know what's going to happen this fall. Some places are going back. Some places aren't. What is there going to be? Somebody you know wrangles. We're not going to worry about that. That's we're so crabby. It's National Crabby Day. People are going to figure it out, and I'm not going to spend one second thinking about it. That's why they're going to hire a what is it called? A a director director of of remote workers. Because here's the biggest problem. If we can go off on a tangent. I, please, I this? welcome it because I'm sweating. I've been under so much pressure to come well, up with something interesting to say. I have a whole pile here, but I don't care about yeah. it. Yeah. No, here's the thing. Now people are starting to realize they have to go back to work. No, people are realizing. Yeah, people that are have been skating <laughs> on the ragged edge of work. And, meaning, but at home life and kid life and everything life. Less work. Then what you do, those people are terrified about going back to the office because they have and they've enjoyed this. People who manage people or whatever are looking for productivity and wanting things to get done and run whatever kind of business where you don't want business business being lost or whatever. There's a lot of they want people you back off. in the office, yeah, though. I am so people can quit skating the lazy ragged okay. edge. I'm 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 moving on. Yeah. Well, okay. that's just a theory, Julia. Okay. I I think people are probably turning channels right now because <laughs> they've worked their butt off this year. So, but for all of those out there, that was Lori. Yeah. Well, what because I I'm, I'm think of so many of our listeners have children at home. And this year must have been bloody hell. Yeah. Well, what I'm saying is that the 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 people in the suits want people to be back at work. A lot of them, mm-hmm. unless you know they are trying agree. to get less rent or something. And hey, have less why do you think VW, the the automobile brand, is changing their name? You know what they're changing it to? What Volkswagen, like electrical volts? Are they going all electric? This just got out today. Yeah. The VW, the Volkswagen, is changing to volts. Well, that's how you said it the first time, but... Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. How much body fat do you have, Laura? Do you think? <laughs> I mean, I'm trying to get back on the business thing where that you think I've just insulted everybody. Because, because I think people have really worked as hard as they can. Uh, of course. I mean, I would, we, we, we know that, but I'm just telling you how I think that a lot of hard-ass business people are going to think they want people to get back in the office. I agree. And that's what I'm saying. The commercial real estate people. And some people will want to and other people won't. But I'm just saying that I personally cannot be worried about what people are going to do in September when I, you know, I'm going away for the month. No, we've all got to get vaccinated first before we can start having these. You know what I mean? Let's all get vaccinated. Let's all work on getting that happening. What percentage of body fat do you think Casey has? Well, when I met him, it was 4%. It was 4 snorkeled in Aruba. And he wouldn't stay under the water? He, they had to put floaties on him. He sank like a stone. Oh, say, oh Rocco, I'm floating like there's no tomorrow, you know. And I'm just scared to dive down. I think, well, snorkeling, why dive? That's the top of the right. the pirate ship or whatever right. we were over. And Casey's <laughs> sinking. So the guy was like, here, and he put these 
things on like them. Like so your little kids wear. Yeah, so floaties. he could float. That's funny. Okay, because Sylvester Stallone, when he made Rocky Three, weighed 166 pounds and had 2.8% yeah. body fat. Yeah, no, Casey had 4%. I think I have 40. He, yeah, he was just, and he ran. Rocco, you're, you're obese. Four. What's yours? I, I have not measured it, and <laughs> well, I don't yeah. want to. No, he admitted to it well, last I week. I admitted to it because that's okay. how I was able to get a vaccine, because my BMI Is was over 30. Oh, so Rocco. yay me and may my fat beer belly. <laughs> but you didn't gain more than 30, now you're 35. Anyway, all right, we gotta go. All right, we'll be back. Oh, I love this song. One. Yeah, so good. You know Lonely. You know what? I was glad to read in Rolling Stone today. Oh, you name dropper. Well, sorry. You reader. Well, you and I loved, I, I, I have probably... 15 years of um, the now, you know, CDs. Now oh, yeah. that's now, what I call music yeah. series. I would get it every year at Target, yeah, the, yeah, every yeah. year. They still sell them and they still sell them. And even the, the young kid, they love them because it gives people 21 or 22 of the songs of that year. Yep. And in a lot of different genres. Totally. They're the best. Yeah. And then you have it physically like this is that year. This is that year. So they still sell. They still produce it. And it's wow. And that was the version where they. No, no, I know. But it was wow or something because they'd clean it up for kids because I'd buy the kids version. Kids bop. Yeah. Kids bop. Mm -hmm. I loved that. So I have like I have it like twelve years. Do you really, Lori? Yeah. And now you don't have a CD player. I'm going. Well, I have a boombox. I have a okay. CD boombox. So if I ever get around to doing something I've put off, like painting or some other horrible, you could project, bring it to the cabin. I've got. A I CD could player bring my there. boom. Yeah, or to yeah. a cabin, I could bring it. I have CD player. Yeah. Right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So this next story really, of course, piqued my interest because it has been. You noticed, I have not forced your royal hand oh you mean you've given me three days off talking about Megan and Harry is that what forcing right. my royal hand is oh it's two because it's only Tuesday that's right no, you're but so last, kind but last week oh we, we got Friday off too and Thursday oh. and Wednesday no I, we didn't do not lie okay we can go it's back it's been like a week oh okay. three days Lori okay. just say three days well here we go. Listen. Change my mind. Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> come on, get real. I mean, this the royal is as good as it gets, okay? For some of us. We've talked about it, though, like in the world of um, Rocco. There's rock star um, fame. ding a ling a ling a dong dong ding And there's oh, gosh. political. <laughs> and there's actor. And there's A-list. There's b You know what I'm saying? But royal. I'm just saying that. Are you going to talk Wait, royal? Ding a ding a ding. Ding ding. Come in. I is have this, no idea. We're about to hear some. No, I don't no, no. know, but this is very interesting. <laughs> this is not the most productive day of the week. I can go. Yeah, on you can definitely that. tell see, that. See, that's why we got to change the word. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, well, ding a ling a ling ding. Bring it on. Let's just say that the sex lives of royal people, like people, are always very interested in it. Yes. It, oh, They're dalliances. We want to even peek in more on that than we want to know about what the rockers are doing. I mean, we love a groupie story. We love, you know, any any of these stories is kiss and tell whether someone is telling it. But anyway, if we just look at all the books, every movie, TV shows about anything to do, what is one of the biggest subject matters? 
the British Sex. royal family, though. Oh, all right. Okay, fine. a gazillion different things. So we're never going to not talk about it. Just so okay, you know. fine. Just so you know. Okay, Rocco, you've been warned. Okay. Basically, what she's telling me is, Julia, no matter how much you cross your eyes at me, right. I'm still going to talk through you because no one can see you. And would you, you please, turn off the camera? would you please finish season four of The Crown, the I'm, Philip and Diana? It's such a good season. I'm I'm three in. Because we would have met all those people sure. backstage because they're going to win the Screen oh, Actor Guild Award. The Crown people, yeah. The Crown people, for sure. And yeah. we did see them uh, when they won the first year, when it was Claire Foy and that beautiful Matt Smith yes. who played young Prince Philip. Yes, we did, and we had cocktails. Yes. So. Oh, no, I'm getting them mixed up with Downton Abbey. Yeah, almost <laughs> royal. <laughs> <laughs> but they lived in a big house. They posh accents. Posh That's accent. right. That's right. Okay, where, so are, you, where are you going with okay, this? Ding-a-ling-a-ling. So fr- uh, the royal biographer, Andrew Morton, who, of oh, course, yeah. did his debut book, Diana, Her True Story. Then he went on to do a book on Wallace Simpson he did a book on um, the Duke and Duchess of Cambridge. He's done something on Meghan Markle. Well, now he has a book that came out today, the same day as Sharon Stone's memoir, called Elizabeth and Margaret, The Intimate World of the Windsor Sisters. Mm. And um, according to the book, and I think we might have seen this in like the Crown season one, which was young Elizabeth and Margaret. Okay. Where... Um, Margaret, Elizabeth once told her governess that Margaret always wants what I've got. Yes. And I feel the same way about you. About me. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I, he, I had a brother. You decided you needed to marry. He him. was on GMA. He's just saying royal sibling relationships are touchy. Have always been complicated. He's using this one, but there's been a whole. I mean, they because killed each someone's other. going to take over and someone's not. Yeah, exactly. So let's play. Let's hear it from All Andrew. Right. They're the most famous brothers in the world, William and Harry, caught in one of the most public rifts in royal history. Harry's said that his brother is trapped. His father is trapped. He's been quite disloyal. Now, Andrew Morton, the author who gained acclaim for his biography of their late mother, Princess Diana, says the pair could take a page from his new book, Elizabeth and Margaret, diving into the complicated but loving relationship between their grandmother and great aunt. What lessons could William and Harry learn from Queen Elizabeth and Margaret? Forgiveness goes a long way. The Queen and Margaret fell out, but they always came back together. Elder sister, younger sister, number one and number two. Who was number one? Just four years apart, as children, they were the closest of friends. But as they grew, so did their differences. Margaret was always the mischievous one, the, the glamorous one. The queen was the dutiful one, the sober one, the cautious one. The dueling dynamic of air and spare. What news of Princess Margaret? Any disasters I should be aware of? The queen holding her younger sister's happiness in her hands when she fell in love with divorced Captain Peter Townsend. The queen was prepared to sacrifice a stain on the monarchy to allow her sister to marry. And if she'd stood firm and said, my sister can marry the man that she loves, I think we might have avoided all the troubles that we've seen in the House of Windsor over the last 60 years. Wow. What was your reaction to Harry and Meghan's interview with Oprah that made so many headlines? It was like Diana talking at times. You know, the loneliness, the sense of isolation, um, being blamed by the media for everything that went wrong. It was, it was almost like she was talking to me from 30 years ago. History repeating itself. I was shocked that 
uh, when Meghan admitted she had mental health issues, that no help had been given because, as we know, Princess Margaret had been for uh, counselling and uh, psychiatry. What advice can you imagine Diana giving Harry in this moment? Be happy. And most of all, that she, she will hope that Harry and William will find some kind of reconciliation. Because she always said to me, Harry is William's backup in the nicest possible way. And I'm sure she was probably thinking of Elizabeth and Margaret. Yeah, so really interesting, you it's know. And the, sweet. And the men in gray suits were the ones who advised the young Queen Elizabeth that it would be dastardly, and we see this in the crowd, yeah, for her to allow her younger sister who is begging yeah. her sister who has all the power in the world. Right. And no, no, you can't. And right. right then and there, Elizabeth listened to her men in gray suits. Right. And she's been listening to them ever since. And they do not always guide her well. No, right. And I think the point that I like that he's making, that if she had gone against them, it would have normalized. It would have been accepted. You love who you love. And she, she, and people she could would have, follow her and listen yes, to her. Yes, it wouldn't have it been, wouldn't have it's been not anything. That controversial. Yes, it's not that big of a deal. It wouldn't. No one would have. The, the church wouldn't have fallen over. And unfortunately, she listened to them, and um, you know, she also listened to them when they, you know, about Diana. You know, it took her yep. three weeks to yes, make it. Yes, it did. You know, okay. so she's been steered wrong by them. Mm-hmm before and it's probably and i have no doubt that harry and megan or harry and william they will make up they totally julia they just will they're brothers and they went through the loss of their mother together and it's an experience only the two of them have yeah but you know in this andrew morton book i guess margaret in her 50s once remarked i I'm second best after all these years, and I will be second best to my grave. Well, and there's just a place. It's, it, you're just that's so who you Harry are. has said yeah. it's not a diss against William no. if Harry doesn't want to do that. Right. And I think William will understand that after he gets over being mad about being called the truth out loud in a you know, dirty laundry family right. way about trapped. Got it. That's what I think. I okay. don't know, Rocco, what do you think? I, you know, I have don't pay too much attention right, to this. Right, but, but I mean, as bro- a brother, brother, this kind of a thing, you know? Yeah, I mean, there's obviously, when you grow up and have that expectation on you, like that this guy's important and then you're just kind of the fun one that can't, it's got to affect things, right? Right. <laughs> you know, it really does. I mean, and it affected their dad. And Well, and you still hear, what did I just read? That the Queen doesn't think Prince Charles would do a good job. She She's, never really bonded she like with him. him because she was... Always he, working. She likes her baby son. She likes she Andrew. She didn't bond until the, like, the last two kids. Yeah. I mean, she bonded. Uh, She's the bond with Anne because it's her only daughter. Right. She's got three boys, but yeah, she just, even though, you know, she probably is fond of the old chap, you know, in her, in her, in her, way, in her way, in her little way. Yeah. But, um, you know, I mean, really, really, she think, should stop listening to the men in gray right. suits and just be with 
with Philip and don't be done with your queen. I mean, the pandemic is the perfect time to step oh, back and pass on the don't coronet. Think? The scepter. The scepter. And the crown. And the crown. Oh, and I think I think cape. it needs and, and the, the cape. crown jewels. Well, that crown is so and all heavy. Those men in gray suits. She can't wear that hoodie anymore. And just be done with it. You know? Mm-hmm. Anyway. All right. Listen, we got a Hollywood speak, Julia. We're going to Hollywood speak. We're going to start with a headline. Okay. So, what are you trying to say? Hollywood! Hollywood speaking! What is the meaning of this? All right, Julia, let me get all of your attention. 110% if you can find it for this Hollywood speak session. That is a big request. I know, but you can do it. Okay, here, I want you to Hollywood speak. I'm going to give you, this is the headline... Of a review, and you're going to Hollywood speak and give me the movie to which it belongs. It's really going to be easy for you. You promise? Yeah. Okay. Godzilla, comma, meet Kong, period. Ass, comma, meet seat, period. Face, comma, comma, meet palm. What movie is it? (laughs) <laughs> that is like the easiest one I've ever given you because I gave you the name. And- well, Godzilla meets King Kong and holds up holds him up in his palm while he's masturbating. I don't know what it's the, the palm. What? Well, well, the palm. What are we talking about? The banana? Was it last week? It was the banana in the sack. Remember? Remember when you told me that one? I think the answer we're looking for is Godzilla Kong. <laughs> versus Kong is the Hollywood. Well, why didn't you? That. You said it at the very beginning. I read you the headline, Godzilla meet Kong, ass meet seat, face meet palm. It's they horrible. They don't like this movie. Horrible. Someone's going like, oh shoot, it stinks. This is what everybody in their cars and at home are doing with you right now. They're <laughs> doing a face palm because they're like, D- is she on the peyote or what? <laughs> Where did she, I get that? She just have extra it, sriracha on her. You, you put it in today. my coffee today. Good Lord. No, it's hold my madame. Badan, banana while I grab this lizard. That's it. Hold but no, it, yeah. that's what Rolling Stone gave. But it made so much money overseas. Well, it's opening tomorrow, but okay. it's going to be uh, in a lot of theaters in China, which is, you know, I guess 38 markets overseas last week. Yeah. Anyway, it's terrible movie. I've, it's a terrible movie. We would never see it. I've seen some decent headlines. Have yeah, you? yeah, I know. Like I mean, AD according Club to Rolling Stone, I actually am interested in it because Alexander Skarsgård is in it. And, We've um, talked about this. You know, I saw somebody on Twitter that just said, if you just assume it's just action and doesn't have much of a brain, right. it does have a brain. enjoy it, then it's going to be good. Yeah, I, I, I... I want to see this movie. And even reading that headline, I was like, I've hit my face quite a bit over the last year. What's one more time? <laughs> <laughs> you know? We We're don't not really talking mind. about you walking into walls. Right, okay. we don't mind. Okay, Gwyneth <laughs> Are Paltrow. Are you going to go? Yeah. You know, they just announced... Well, it's on HBO starting tomorrow, right? Yeah. Oh, all right. Yeah, that's no, I'm totally, okay. I'm totally Casey okay. and I are watching it with the popcorn and everything. All right. Um, okay, Gwyneth Paltrow, you know, she... This interview with the Harper's Bazaar is 100% spawn con. Okay. Okay. All right. Tell what people you, what that is. Yeah. It's it's paid for advertising. Basically. It's mm-hmm. it's under it's, the guise of yeah. an interview, but yeah. I mean, this is like just so whatever. So um apparently she agreed to the interview because she said, 
a lot of successful women in Hollywood don't want to talk about this, and I'm willing to talk about it. Is she talking about Botox? Is this about Botox again? This is the thing she's uh, the face of. It's something like Botox. But she's trying to besmirch Botox and say, says you look a lot frozen. of people don't want to talk about it. Yeah, that people don't want to. Do, and she's willing to do it. And she said for her, a teeny drop of the Zeoman makes her look, quote unquote, less pissed off. Which I'm glad that in her inadvertent, goopy way, she's admitted that, yes, indeed, goop, you have RBF. Bitchy resting face. Oh yeah, but she's but, got but, it. But she does. But RBF is different. It's like the way we say PSTD. We always say it wrong. Okay. RBF is it's BRF. Okay, that resting. <laughs> I said it out loud. Resty bitchy face. She's got it. I mean, that's. I feel like I have it today. It. Yeah. Well, you've got the resting bitchy attitude. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyway, and then she's like, I had a midlife crisis when I turned 40. I went to go see the doctor. It was a disaster. I didn't do anything else for a long, long time. I was bruised. My forehead was completely frozen. And I didn't look like myself at all. And it wasn't until I, I mean, like she's gone through World War III. Do you hear how she talks yes, about know. it? Oh, she. She's experienced life in a different way than we have, Laurie. <sighs> I know. She's a lot. Yeah, she is, um, I don't know. She's She's, she's very annoying. She's Gwyneth. She continues to be annoying okay. with each and everything she does. Uh, Hollywood speak this, Megan and Harry planning home birth for second child. They don't, they're, they're, they're bringing in everyone from the hospital. They have doctors. They don't want it to be, I don't know. I, I don't know why. Julius, please speculate. Um, they Why? don't want the pictures to get out and be sold. They're worried about the paparazzi. This is a control thing. Okay. It's a control, control, control. Security. I, security. I think it's, I don't understand that philosophy ever, but people. I, okay, here, here, motherhood speak this. Okay, I don't know wondered, that I'm very good at any okay, speak today. But I bet Rocco's wondering this. Other people are wondering this. Okay. I've wondered often about it. Why people want to do home births? No, but where do you give birth? Do you ruin your mattress in any old room? Do you get a birthing <laughs> mattress? Do you get in a bathtub? Well, if you're, if you're, is there a hospital bed he, that comes Harry in? Harry and I mean, Megan, I don't know. I think to me it, giving birth in your bed every every memory no but every scene I've ever seen I I just think well no one's gonna mess. lay in that bed again you it's know it's a mess it's a mess I would I would do it in a hospital Lori right but what I'm saying is when you give it at home birth do you buy a special birthing mattress okay so since I've never done this <laughs> as a birthing woman and only have gone to hospitals the thought of it. Yeah, that's an. I never have thought of that though. Yeah, okay. Well, really what, what would you speculate? Or maybe you know? the, maybe they're doing the home? birthing chair or the birthing pool or I don't know. But I, it sounds horrible to me, Lori. Yeah, I mean, and what would be a birthing chair? I mean, is it a guy gynecological type of it's thing? It's like a dental chair. <laughs> I mean, they just a, the legs spread and if there's, there's a <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, have no, I don't know. But I, it doesn't. Well, you know, just a question. Nobody can answer. 
at the moment. Phone lines are know, open. If someone's at an at-home birth that you planned. I did, that's what I'm wondering. No, I don't understand. I don't. I mean, do you, they probably have a beautiful tub that nobody bathes in Well, anymore. I know, but I don't know. And like they could like get that all nice and ready for you. I don't know. But that would be uncomfortable I to too. give birth in a bathtub, it seems. Okay, we do have Regina on the oh, phone oh. who has some insights into Okay, this. Regina, help us out here. Hi, girls. Hi. Hi. Yes, I had a home birth, and um, you know, there's a thing called chucks, and that's a uh, has a like a rubber background vacuum, ba- oh. and we just used old towels and old sheets, and yeah, it was it was really not that messy. Okay, okay. so it's the rubber sheet. It's though, the rubber sheet to protect the mattress, yeah, and exactly. so and you wanted to do that because you just um well. My first son was a cesarean, right? And, um, I just I just wanted to have him at home. I had a I had a certified midwife, and okay. mm-hmm. my best friend was a nurse, and right. And it was actually kind of a party. Oh, fun, oh, fun! And did were yeah. you? And you weren't drinking, but were, like, like, were you? Were, were you like, um, you know, just, uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, well, no, no, I was. I didn't really have much of an appetite, although those around us did. Mm-hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. so, it, believe me, afterwards, I, I, uh, I let loose. And, and were uh, they? Pl- were you playing music? And uh, did you have candles and sage I, going? I like it. Was, <laughs> That was the goal. Okay. Um, it really didn't, uh, I really wasn't in the mood for any of that. Any of that. Got it. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. I just wanted to get that baby out. And I, and just to clarify, I did have um, emergency backup doctors okay. at the hospital, you know, and we were just, you know, minutes away. Right. And, so, and did you uh, do the old wives tale and put a knife under your bed to cut the pain? Um. <laughs> Oh, okay. Didn't do that. No. Okay. Honestly, and I'm glad you told us that you had a backup because I would have been so scared if I had a cesarean with the first one. Well, that's good. Um, but so thank you, you for yeah, telling us. You. So there's this thing called chucks. Yeah. All right. Awesome. Thanks for calling in. All right. We will be back, people.